To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David. Come to the throne of grace in order to receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Lord, we would rather, we would rather be doorkeepers in your house than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For indeed, O oh Lord, there is grace and there is glory in your presence. Lord, you said, O oh Lord, that we that have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reference and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Lord, we have come to receive grace, to stabilize us, to strengthen us, to encourage us, to lift up our heads. We receive your grace, even as we receive your word in the name of Jesus. Say, I commit you unto God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst those that are sanctified. Lord, the word of your grace, release grace upon us. And by grace, we receive your word. And by grace, we walk in your word. And by grace, we stand in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Grace puts you to work. Grace puts you to work. Yes, grace is free, but it puts you to work. Engages and employs you. This means that grace does not reward laziness, but faithfulness. Grace is a privilege. And an opportunity. Grace is a privilege and an opportunity. There is no boasting with grace. Lest any man should boast. It's the gift of God. Lest any man should boast. There is no boasting with grace. If you have received grace. You can't but be grateful. Also if you have received grace. You will be graceful. For giving and for bearing others. Of course if you look at the word. The meaning of the word graceful. In the dictionary it doesn't say that. But my own definition of graceful is being forgiving, very forgiving of others, very you know, forbearing of others. If you have received grace, you will be graceful. If you have received grace, you will share it. You won't keep it to yourself. Of course, you receive it for free. Why won't you share it? If you receive grace, you will share it. When you share or spread the grace of God around and abroad, it becomes great grace. And that's what he's spoken of in Acts chapter 4. Verses 32 to 35 of the apostles and those that believed. They preached the word of God everywhere. They gave witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And they shared everything in common. And great grace was upon them. When you go out to preach, when you minister the word of God to others, you receive grace. Great grace. Amen. Great grace was upon them. How do you receive great grace? By sharing. 
How do you receive great grace? By spreading it abroad. By giving it away. By talking about Jesus. When you preach the gospel, you receive grace. Amen? It's not only when you pray that you receive grace. Remember we talked about, you know, if somebody were to suggest to you or ask you, how can I be a strong Christian? How can I overcome the devil? What really, what really comes to mind is what? Oh, pray. Oh, fast. Amen? Read the word of God. Those are wonderful. But the scripture also says that part of the armor that we put on is what? The readiness of the preaching of the gospel. So that when we preach the gospel, we actually put on the armor of God. We are strengthened. Amen? So, if you want to be strong as a Christian, go out to preach. Share the gospel. Go out on evangelism. Talk to somebody about Jesus. You'll be encouraged. You'll be stronger. You'll be stronger. You are actually trampling upon serpents and scorpions and all the works of the enemy. The disciples came back and they said, Oh, the demons bowed to us at the mention of your name. Jesus Christ said, I see Satan from, fall from heaven and I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the works of the enemy. You that have gone out to preach, you have power. You had power before when I gave it to you. Now you have power again because you went out. Amen. You will trample upon serpents and scorpions and all the works of the enemy. If you want to aggravate and agitate the devil, go out to preach the word of God. Amen. And you will see Satan fall from heaven. Amen. Grace is free, but not without price. Grace is free, but not without price. Grace is actually what? Pricey. Grace is pricey. Grace is expensive. Grace comes through the giving away of the life of Jesus. Jesus gave his life. So grace is not cheap. Grace is pricey. Grace is expensive. It's free, but it's expensive. The fact that something is free doesn't mean that it doesn't cost money. Amen? Somebody paid for it. You received it for free, but somebody paid for it. There's no free lunch in Africa. There's no free lunch in Asia. There's no free lunch in America. There's no free lunch, free lunch anywhere in the world. Somebody paid for it. Amen? Oh, my mother gave it to me. My father gave it to me. Uh, who paid for it? Daddy, mommy paid for it. Amen? And who gave it to mommy, daddy? Some other people before them gave it to them. Amen? So nothing is really free. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit definition of grace. Where is it? Is in the scripture. Amen. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. What does it say? For you know. For you know. Don't you know? Don't you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That ye through his poverty might become rich. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? This is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might be rich. Amen. Mm. And we continue in that same vein today. By his grace, by his grace, by his grace. Oh, by his grace we stand. By his grace we live. By his grace we breathe. 2 Corinthians 8, 9 and many other scriptures show us that the grace of God is rich. Very rich. Abundantly rich. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, the grace of God is rich. Jesus is the grace of God. He is the power of God. He is the wisdom of God. He is rich. God is rich. Very rich. 
abundantly rich. The grace of God is rich. The mercy of God reaches unto the heavens. Grace is extravagant, extravagantly generous in giving. Grace is extravagantly generous in giving. He said, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. Wow. For someone to give you to the point of their becoming poor, that is extravagant. That is not just generous. That's extravagantly generous. Amen. They give you all. That's what Jesus Christ did for us. He gave us his very life. His very life. God gave us his own lesson. And Jesus Christ gave us his very life. Wow. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for our sakes, he became poor. That we through his poverty might become rich. And like we said, poverty doesn't make anyone rich. Amen. But giving is what makes somebody rich. And you cannot give if you've got nothing. Jesus Christ gave it all because he had all. He gave it all to us so that we can have all. Grace is a giver. Grace gives and gives and gives. There is no end to grace. Great grace. More grace. Humble yourself. And you have what? More grace. You have grace and more grace. Amen. Of him have we received grace for grace. Grace upon grace. Grace speaks on this wise. For all things are for your sakes. Second Corinthians 4.15 For all things are for your sakes. Second Corinthians 8.9 Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. Grace speaks on this wise. For all things are for your sakes. Second Corinthians 4.15 Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. Second Corinthians 8.9 For your sakes. For all things are for your sakes. Second Corinthians 4.15 Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. All things are for your sakes. Amen. All things are for your sakes. Yet for your sakes he became poor. For your sakes, because of you. Without any personal gains. Amen. People will give you something because they want something. Maybe you've given things to people before. You go give a good gift because, who knows, you want something back. All of us have done that before. The gift of a man makes way for him. So, you give a little gift so that the way can be opened for you. Or you give gift because they gave some gift to you before for some kind of reason. God gave the gift of his son to us. Jesus Christ gave his life to us for our sake. For your sake, he gave it. Not for any personal gains. Amen? Not for any selfish reason. He gave it for your sake. For you. Because of you. Because of you. Not because of himself. People do things not necessarily because they really want to do it. But because of some kind of gains. Some kind of personal thing. Maybe they derive some pleasure from it. You know. They gain from it. But God gives us not because he can gain anything from it. Amen. You serve God, it doesn't make him any richer. You don't serve him, it doesn't make him any richer. Amen. God has no need of nothing. He has no need of me. He has no need of you. Amen. 
We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.